As we started seeing last week, many different people have opinions about who Jesus is. Some see him as a wise teacher. He is often quoted. And the Bible, which contains his words and his teachings, that book is the most well-known and influential book of all time. Some think of Jesus as a doer of good to the down and out, caring, loving, giving are words that are used to describe him. Some people simply see him as a historical figure, and he did obviously have a great impact on history, as all of history is measured from the time of his birth. If you ask anybody what they know about his life, they might say that he was Jewish or the son of a carpenter. A lot of people know about his mother Mary. And most all of the religions in this world even acknowledge that this man named Jesus died a horrific death on a cross as an innocent man. All of these things are true, but they leave out an essential part of who Jesus was. Jesus was the one who ultimately rose from the dead and in doing so proved power over all the things that seem to be powerful, sin, Satan, and death. And we boldly make this claim that Jesus is alive, and as he is alive, he is Lord, Lord over the living and the dead. And as Lord, it means that he is in charge. We learned last week, and, and we believe as Christian people, we confess that Jesus is the Christ, that he is our savior from our sins. But once we are at that place where we believe in Jesus, that we believe that about him, that he is our savior, what comes next? The good news of God's love for us is not only that he died for your sins. The good news is also that when we trust in Jesus as our savior, we begin to walk in relationship with him and he becomes our Lord. He doesn't leave us as orphans, but rather we're born into this family of God and he is our father, he is our leader, he is our master, he is our Lord. And as you will see in this study, when Jesus becomes our Lord, we become his disciples. We're set free from this tyranny of trying to live life for ourselves and we are free to find joy in following Jesus and living life for him. I'm going to ask you something that perhaps you've never thought about before. Who disciples you? Who teaches you? Who holds you accountable to matters of the Christian faith? Who, who taught you? You're here because you believe in Jesus, right? Who taught you that? Who modeled the Christian life of faith for you? I want you to start asking that question now and pondering that question now because as this study progresses over the next two weeks after today, you are going to be challenged to invest in the lives of other people, to disciple others, to teach others. And when that happens, you might find yourself saying, uh, I don't know how to do that. And if that's your answer, it might be because you've never been a disciple yourself and had someone disciple you. For now, I'm just going to put that question in front of you and let it marinate. Let it soak in, let it sit, and you can think about it. But for now, go and enjoy your time in study and in discussion with your group.